0: You're my thing Don't be afraid First phase is pain Something won't all go away Don't be afraid You're my thing I don't want to blame i you, have put on are my you Can't get away, and we play this same game. Better get her all the way. Oh my day. Oh, in the brain, You're gonna find a way for intercept your fame. There's a more than the game, You're gonna find a way for the intervention to train. You're my name. You're that way, not a name. You're my name. He's just in the
1: way. This is Family Electric Ghost, and this is our continuing series of song deconstructions. This is episode seventy-six, and this is the, the title of this episode. Of the focus is on um, the sadomasochism of the track "You Are My Fade." Now, Family Electric Ghost is my vehicle for electronic music, and typically our songs are rather expanded and longer than you know a typical single. Uh, we usually never venture into like a two minute, um, song. Most of our songs are a lot longer because we are, um, kind of stepped in a tradition of a progressive rock band and we do sound paintings or a lot of, a lot of structure to our songs that take, um, longer for them to develop. But sometimes we do get a song, even going back to our old, um, original releases that are more in step with, um the typical signal structure. So this song, You Are My Fade, uh, where Josephine dives deep into her role as a and m uh, dominatrix, is only two minutes and 36 seconds. <laughs> and sometimes you have a complete thought as an artist that, you know, it doesn't take all the time that we've taken on other songs. Well, this song was just, um, kind of a off-the-cuff, um, process we were working on a collaboration song we were doing, uh, doing it with a Brazilian artist and we'll have more information on that after we've run through a bunch of drafts we were in a recording session in our studio and um, we had come up with uh, a sequence on our Arturia beat step no not our, on our actual Arturia mini Brute 2S <clears throat> which we have in our rack Brute uh, Euro rack solution and we've been playing with the real-time sequencing and the step sequencing, and then we came up with a pattern that we really liked. Uh, but then we kind of used it for the song that we're working on on our collab, and we we kind of did a lot of effects on it and brought it into a zone where it was more atmospheric, uh, where you couldn't even you know discern the rhythm as much because we wanted it to be a part of a song that already had a pretty good beat. But then we liked... The actual beat that this section had um, so we decided after we recorded the collaboration track that we would use this as the basis of an original phantom electric ghost josephine track and we're actually tagging this track as a josephine electric track um, so this is a josephine electric track that you know the phantom is a co-collaborator on it and then we have stephanie and went over as the writer because this is a, a band full of characters similar to the gorillas that we've created um, using our voice orders, and we've got a whole vibe of each character. Where Josephine is the lead singer, Stephanie is backup and a writer producer, and the fandom is the you know the a producer and keyboard player and overall um, you know leader of of the overall concept but Josephine's the lead singer. <clears> the <throat> Phantom's kind of more the, um, you know, writer, producer. And, and, and Josephine also plays that role, so it's like dual role. You know, Lennon like McCartney's idea. Josephine and Phantom are pretty much like 50-50 on everything. So, You Are My Fade basically has uh, Josephine in her role from the beginning as sadomasochist, uh, dominatrix, and basically the song is, she's in charge, um, and, and she is saying that she wants to take on a new partner that's a female partner, and she had a sex slave named Dave that is in the way, and, and she's kind of, you know, discarding him or saying, you know, that he, um... You know, she, he, he's not important to her anymore. He's just a minor person. You know, you know And she's trying to train her new um, lover, who is a female, to basically be very assertive with Dave and push him out of the way. And she's kind of goading her new love to realize that she can do that. And at the same time, Josephine is kind of berating her new love and saying that she's, you know, her, her, her—that um, she's in charge and she's not in in the, in the dominant role—and so it's, it's it's kind of a weird song, and it it, it was built using the D fam uh, and the um, Mother Thirty Two. So the drummer from Another Mother is driving a beat, as well as the Tariot Mini Boot 2S. So this is pretty much a full analog song. I'm using my analog sense. because the Arteria MiniBoot 2S is an analog synth with two oscillators and a sequencer. I'm using that sequencer. I'm using the Mother 32. I'm, I'm actually manually playing the notes on the Mother 32. And a lot of the um, analog uh, signal path is going through my Make Noise Maths module to give it a really... Strange, um, effect. You kind of, when you're playing with the Mother 32 and the math, sometimes you're just, you're experimenting with different settings. And I was looking at the keyboard control and, uh, I was able to get a sound, um, that if you hold a note, it has a uh, somewhat of a vibrato and a portamento effect. Uh, and it was very, you know, jarring and it was very powerful. So what I would do is just hold a note like a C or an F, hold it for like you know a whole note length, let it go, quickly play other notes that kind of come in, at a, at a, not as a, a dramatic level, then you know go from C to F, F to C, play the other notes in between in a in a rapid manner, and it creates this this melody that you hear, and then the D fam and the mini brute are creating like the bass structure, the bass line structure of the song. And it's not really a drum per se. I'm using the d to create like a bass tone that is percussive, but not a typical drum. It's not a bass drum. It's not a tom. It's not a snare. It's more of a bass a percussive sound in combination with the Mini Bro 2S. And, uh, you know, some people might be offended uh, by by the sexuality that we're we're displaying in these songs. But as I said many times, Josephine, when I created her, uh, a lot of people, the fans, the impression they had, um, even on songs that we didn't have this kind of theme, is she sounds like a dominatrix. And I don't know what a dominatrix is supposed to sound like, but I got a lot of feedback from fans saying that that's the vibe they got from her. And I thought that was interesting and I started to double down on it. And um I started using concepts like hate fade bait and that concept was in a couple of songs where you're basically sometimes you're in a in a relationship, um, you kinda of bait a person into a situation where you're gonna be a you know, abusive in some way. And in a dominatrix situation, that's kind of like part of the game, uh, though it's consensual. So, in this situation, Josephine's uh, saying, you know, the, the, the woman, her partner is her fade. Um, and she's treating her in a subservient way. But she also treats her other lover, Dave, in that way. And um, it all ends in two minutes and 36 seconds, but... I, I I feel it's a it's a strong Josephine track, and um, yeah, we're pushing it out there. Uh, don't know how, how what the reception is going to be on it. Other than um, this is kind of our phase right now. We've done a bunch of political songs as well, but in the last couple of weeks, we've been doubling down on Josephine's dominatrix um, leanings, and this is where this uh, story continues. And if we keep on pushing that envelope with Josephine, we've always kind of imagined if we were able to do a full show, a a Fam Electric Ghost and Josephine Electric show, that if we got into um, a realm where we had good public um, backing and performance, that we would work with dancers and actresses and that we would have some an actress or a dancer play Josephine in this kind of dominatrix um, um, motif. And, and they would uh, kind of act out scenes on stage. Similar to like what you love sexy tour, um, you know, your old school, like Madonna and Prince um, used to have like little stage shows where Prince and Cat would kind of act things out during Love, Sexy, Black Album stuff. Uh, and we would want to do a similar thing, maybe have it all in shadows and black and, and kind of red lighting to kind of imply things, you know, from a, from a dance perspective. And we would love to, you know, to get to that stage. Um, <clears throat> We've got some cool ideas. And we would think that, you know, some artistic directors and people who choreograph could, could get the vibe from these songs and kind of, play it out we've also been interested in eventually going to a Phantom Electric Ghost um, 3.0 costume, our stagecraft where we wear a cape that's LED embedded that can actually um, do little short films on the actual cape on the front in the back it could actually run lyrics um, in the Phantom outfit it could you know, on the faceplate or the mask and where it could sometimes uh, show Josephine's face and sometimes show the Phantom's face. And being kind of a, um, the character, what the nature of the outfit would be kind of, you know, you can't really tell what sex the ghost of Josephine is on the face of it. It would be the face mask or the actual um, cape could sometimes reflect a female outfit or a male outfit. And that would be um, our kind of way of shifting between songs that, you know, Phantom songs would have the male image and Josephine and Stephanie's songs would have the female image. And so we've kind of played with that. We've also played, like, again, with the idea of having an actress or a dancer play Josephine on stage uh, while we're doing this. And we don't want to get into a situation where she's lip syncing. Um, Josephine's lines um, but you know it could be part of the whole mystique it, it could be a cool idea and so we're open to different interpretations uh, we're excited that we're doing another collaboration with a Brazilian artist I'm not going to reveal his name right now until we get approval for the work we're doing with him but we're excited that this is our second collaboration for 2018 our first was with Matterflow, and now she's not referring to herself as that anymore, Flora Axia. Um, it, it, we did the song Wounded Room, which has gotten pretty good reception on all the streaming services. We'd love to work with her again. Um, previously, we've had collaborations with Stephan Kidd, his G.J. Squash kid. Uh, we've, uh We're working potentially on another set of collaborations with them, and the Wolfsboro crew. Uh, in New Hampshire, we worked with um, Lonnie Claire in New York City on um, our collaboration album with them, which is out on all the streaming services. And then we had our big collaboration with All Control K. Um, we kind of parted ways, but the the work is still there, and we're very uh, we were very happy with the work we did there. Because sometimes when you work with an artist, you have creative differences you have personality conflicts and different things happen and uh, it's kind of sad that we weren't able to do another set of work and we had a really good vibe with Alt-Control-K but she does a lot of different projects everybody should go out and look at what she's doing on her uh, Instagram and her Facebook and her own website she does uh, some VR work that is really interesting and pretty cool there was a little hint of it in our project that was out there on YouTube. You can see a little bit, little snippets of it. And um, we worked with TurnerBell.com on the Two Infinitum album where he did the cover. Uh, we started to work on the Dark Ghost album, which is a solo Phantom Electric Ghost release. This album, the structure of it is out on SoundCloud. We are planning on doing um, a release where we'd have a physical copy of this album. Uh, That has been delayed. Uh, We might default back to a full release, download-only release that we're going to put out. Um, uh, We might do that. Um, we got to talk to TurnerBell.com whether or not we're going to still include the artwork or go with a different direction. We have other projects that we've done this year that we've been pushing our YouTube... And Anchor itself, we've been pushing a lot of our analysis of uh, music and our interviews with artists. So coming up for interviews is that we will be talking to Hydra, we will be talking to um, Synth Girl, and we will be um, also um, talking to Uriah And, who had an awesome run of... uh, cool shows in New York City. We're going to talk to her about that experience. And I'm uh, sure we'll be talking to Kendra Black again and Kendra Erica. They're all working on uh, cool new projects. And the Muted, uh, the Punk Brothers from um, London or England. And so, well, London, England, same place. Um, we're very excited about um, what we're going to be getting pretty soon in the mail from Sweetwater.com. We'll be getting the OPZ, which is a revelation, and we're planning on doing not a product review. We're going to go, and we're going to write, you know, Phantom Electric Ghost and Josephine Electric tracks, and we're going to show what we do to record one. So our idea is we're going to actually film our recording process, raw and kind of unedited, what we do with this uh, device. And so we're going to use our Studio B, um, and we're going to be using our Yamaha MG-10XU. We're going to use um, our VTO-3 4 or three and um, and OPZ <clears throat> to do Josephine Electric and Family Electric Ghost tracks on the OPZ. Uh, we'll be using the VTO-3 for the Voicoder, unless we can find a Voicoder in the OPZ. Uh, but we understand there's a mic. I'm not sure if they have a sound engine built in there yet. We are very interested on OPZ of what the four um, auxiliary um, inputs look like, or they're four, if they're gonna be modules that make the OPZ bigger to add more capability. We initially had looked at early OPZs that looked like they actually had CV inputs and those inputs changed to more of a auxiliary section. So I'm sure it looks like the o- the OPZ's CV implementation may be through the software or the USB line. Um, but I'm not sure how that connects to a to a, like a, a Moog. Because <clears throat> if you've got a CV line on a Moog, you know, how do you get it into the OPZ? Do you have to have some kind of universal audio input device or some other device from like Arteria? to bring that in that's the question I had to Sweetwater I'm going to put that to him again how do you connect like a DFAM to an OPZ what is the interface you would need can you use if you have your iPhone you still don't have a way of um, connecting the CV to the to the remote um, uh, so you it's just a question of how that happens maybe that's what the interface is for to actually put a, a CV line into the machine. That would be very interesting. Um, It says it supports it. It might be just through using, like, uh, Pro Tools or using a DAW to do it, but I would hope that Teenage Engineering has a a concept of how that can be done if you're not using a DAW because the whole purpose of the OPC is to not use a DAW and do everything in the OPC. We are fan-supported, so if you want to support the Ghost. Uh, you can subscribe to us at 4.99 or 9.99 and we'll send you a download or a physical copy of one of our albums uh, one of our first CDs from amazon.com some of the wicked indigo menace or other um, our other album celestial neo sweet soul surrender we also have you know just the subscriber level at 99 cents a month that will help support us Uh, doing all kinds of things like getting a Roland AX um, Edge, uh, which is one of our next goals after we get the um, OPZ. And um, future thought is if we can build up our touring capability for next year, that eventually we could, uh, through the touring proceeds, get a Profit XL or a Moog One. So that's it for today. And uh, the, the podcast is longer than the song, but that's how it goes sometimes. Everybody be safe out there. And remember to vote on November 6th and make sure you let your opinion be out there. There's a lot of people who are trying to restrict people's rights. And so I think if you look at what's out there, if you believe in restricting people and keeping people down, go, go for what you know. But if you believe in supporting uh the most freedom for everyone I think you know that uh, there's a blue wave coming and that's all I got to say about that thanks